Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A federal judge has rejected the Department of Defense's argument regarding these COVID vaccine religious exemptions. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, in an injunction issued on behalf of two of our military clients, we have many other military clients, but at least two of them were about ready to be disciplined on February 2nd and February the 3rd, a lieutenant colonel in the United States Marines and the captain of a missile-guided Navy destroyer warship. And, you know, the key in this case is that the military has been discriminating against religious exemptions. We know that. But they have been granting medical exemptions. And in his order, Judge Mary Day even acknowledged that when he said the record in this action establishes that the two service members are very likely to prevail on their claim that their respective branch of the military has wrongfully denied a religious exemption from COVID-19 vaccination. The record creates a strong inference that the services are discriminatory and systematically denying religious exemptions without a meaningful and fair hearing and without the showing required under RIFRA, while simultaneously granting medical exemptions and permitting unvaccinated persons to continue in service without adverse consequence. Yeah, and that's really uh, critical because... He goes on to talk about you have an unvaccinated person, which would be a person who has a medical exemption, and they have no restrictions, and they're allowed to continue their service because they have a medical exemption without any restrictions. But you're denying a religious exemption, saying that it's going to cause some kind of harm or risk to the military. Well, what's the difference between having an unvaccinated person that you know subjectively the reason why they're not vaccinated is because of a medical reason versus another person who you know subjectively or confidentially the reason why they're not vaccinated is for religious reasons. Both of them are unvaccinated, right? Right. They don't look at, there's no science in that. That's bottom line. There's no science in this because if you're unvaccinated, you're allowing those people on there. What's the difference between that, having a medical exemption and being unvaccinated and having a religious exemption or being vaccinated and these people are getting COVID anyway? Yeah. I mean, if you look at all of this, it just doesn't make sense. The logic just doesn't make sense because because you have a Navy ship recently that had to return to port. It was 100%, quote, vaccinated, and they had an Omicron breakout. What we know is that the COVID shots and the booster shots and however many you want to add on top of that are not preventing transmission of the Omicron variant. They're not. In fact, we'll talk about that on another program. Pfizer even admits that, that it's not preventing COVID. Yeah, so the... Fact is, now you have um, two people, and they're both in the exact same situation. They Mm -hmm. haven't taken the COVID shots and injected them into their bodies. They're in the exact same situation. Why is one okay and the other one's not okay? And from an exterior standpoint, you wouldn't know the difference. The only reason you would know why one got an exemption versus why one 
didn't get the exemption is looking at what should be otherwise confidential information. Well, this one doesn't have the shot because of a medical reason. This one doesn't have the shot because of a religious reason. So we're going to disqualify that person. Uh, and, and so that really is, I think, the crux of the case, that you have clear discrimination. You have a constitutional right under the First Amendment Free Exercise Clause, and you have a very strong federal statutory right under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, which is what the court was referring to when it says that they're not giving the required showing under RIFRA. And these military personnel take an oath to defend the Constitution and our religious freedom, but yet they're being denied. And under RIFRA, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, which the Supreme Court refers to as a super statute, uh, the process is this. A person has some kind of government, in this case federal government, action, i.e. the mandate to get the shot, that is impacting negatively their religious belief. So the person comes forward and says, I have a sincerely held religious belief that this particular mandate is colliding with my religious conviction. Now the military has to do two things. One, it has to say, well, it has a compelling interest to ultimately have this shop mandate imposed on everyone. Well, for argument's sake, let's just give them that compelling interest. I'm not saying that they have a compelling interest, because obviously there's safety and efficacy issues that would undermine that compelling interest, as we already said, right. that it's not preventing against uh, the Omicron variant. And, by the way, they operated for months and months and months while the COVID shots were available and they didn't impose a mandate. So I think you can clearly argue against their compelling interest. But let's just assume, for argument's sake, that they have a compelling interest. Then the next step is they have to achieve it in the least restrictive means available. Is there any other way to achieve this rather than discharging these religious faithful and punishing them and abusing them? Is there any other way to be able to accomplish your goal of these uh, COVID shots? Well, obviously, uh, that is undermined when you have the medical exemptions. And they're granting medical exemptions. Right. So there's obviously a lesser restrictive way to achieve it. They're allowing people with medical exemptions to be unhindered, unpunished, to continue their service. Why can't they do the same thing for people that have religious exemptions? So that's why the judge is saying uh, that they are not uh, the exemptions, they're denying the religious exemptions, quote, without a meaningful and fair hearing and without the showing required under RIFRA. When he says without a meaningful and fair hearing, what they're doing is they're just a cookie cutter stamping these denials across the board. Right. No matter whether they come from a military chaplain. For example, uh, these are people who sincere religious belief have been affirmed. These are military individuals who have a sincere religious belief. And they're just denying them across the board. They're not granting exemptions. You know, and in this order, too, and I'm so grateful for this judge who really gets it. He prohibited the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, not a great guy, let's put it that way. He prohibited him from diminishing or altering in any manner and for any reason the current status of the two plaintiffs that we filed the emergency injunction on, including their assignment, privileges, and ranked, because those two military uh, personnel would have been discharged if he had not done that. Yeah, uh, that's right. Because punished. They would have been, literally, had we not filed for the temporary restraining order, 
uh, the lieutenant colonel would have been placed on the officer's disciplinary notebook, the ODN. And when your name is placed on there as an officer, that is the death knell. That's like the, the poison list, pill. Yeah. That's a blacklist. And then you're downhill from there on out, and uh, you're going to be processed out and punished. And the other one was a captain, is a captain of a Navy ship. He was going to be removed from his command. And again, that's the last thing you want to have happen is a Navy captain to have the Navy remove you from that command. That also is a poison pill. That's your death knell of your future military career. You know, but again, Matt, not looking at the science, they're saying, okay, if you have a religious exemption, we'll allow you to be exempt from the shot. However, not looking at the science and the data and the adverse effects and many deaths that are being happened that are happening from these religious from these COVID shots as a result. So that does not add up. No, I mean, you obviously have safety issues. The military understands that, but they don't uh, respect it. Uh, they understand it because obviously there was uh, in June of last year a medical article that was published in a very reputable medical journal published by military doctors showing that uh, Pfizer uh, and the Moderna, both mRNA-based uh, uh, shots, were causing myocarditis and pericarditis in the men of the military. And the data is continuing to come out. The data continues to come out and show that. And that's just one condition. And there's also been the ICD codes that recently came out with certain military doctors showing that 2021 had different ICD codes, which are medical billing codes that were just off the chart exponentially higher in all these different categories than they were for the previous five-year average. So they obviously know that. They, they are getting the reports of the men and women in the armed services and uh, all the different branches uh, of the different physical problems that they're having, including deaths. They know that. But this is an agenda that is wicked. It is frankly wicked. And it is attempting to purge men and women of the military who have strong religious and Christian convictions. Stand with us as we continue to defend the defenders of freedom. You can go to Liberty Council's website. You can donate there, right there at the Donate tab. But you can also learn more about this and many other cases at lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.